0: Hello there our dear listeners. Welcome to the HSK Student Pod. This is Richard your host from the HSK ATEC team. Thank you for joining us on episode 25 of the HSK Student Pod. It's a pleasure to have you as one of our listeners. Dear listeners, I hope you are all fine despite the busy schedules you may have. I also hope you enjoy the Queen's Jubilee celebrations and the double bank holiday. As usual, I'm not going to let you down. I have special guests for you who are going to share enjoyable and useful messages. I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: everyone. Welcome to episode 25 of the HSK Student Podcast, the early summer edition. This is Karen, your Associate Dean, Learning, Teaching and Student Experience. I hope you all managed to have a nice break over the long bank holiday weekend and I hope you enjoyed yourselves whether you were celebrating the Jubilee or not. You should all have finished your assessments by now and I really hope that they went well for you. I know that some of you will have gone on to placements that last into the summer. Many students will be finished for this academic year, although in HSK we do have substantial numbers of students who are with us or on placement throughout Semester C. So I hope that your continuing studies and placements are going well. For those of you who finished your programmes, don't forget to register for your graduation. I really look forward to seeing you there. We are in a transitional time at the moment for our school student representatives. We shall soon be saying goodbye to Daniel Currell and Ruby Thompson, who have been our student community organisers, or SCOs, for the last two years. Thanks so much to them for all of their hard work with student representatives, the student cohorts they've been responsible for, and all of the HSK staff. Very best wishes to both of them for the future as they graduate and go out into the worlds of radiotherapy and oncology for Ruby, and learning disability nursing for Daniel. They will both be great assets to their professions. We will soon be welcoming our new SCOs, Sarah, Robin, and Haley. Now, on that note. We have not had any applications for the SCO roles from any students on our nursing programmes and we still have two vacancies. Please do think about applying. You get the opportunity to network across the school and the university and it's also a great opportunity to develop amazing transferable skills. Another really important student representative in the school is Vivian Eme, who has been our BAME student advocate for the last year, working to support and inspire students from BAME backgrounds and helping us to further understand their experiences and to improve our inclusive practices. Thank you so much, Vivian, for all of your hard work. In the next couple of weeks, I'll be involved in the interviews for the new BAME advocates for next academic year. In this episode, we have some great guests. Two second year midwifery students, Joy and Meriel, will be sharing some news about their amazing successes and achievements. Then we'll also be hearing from Boletito, Prince Will, Lawrence, Farida, and Victoria from our mental health nursing programme. They all took part. In the Online Conversation Club, run by one of our staff members, Anita Fromm, they share their positive experiences of attending the club, including how they have increased in their confidence and become really good listeners, which has helped them particularly on placement when working with clients and patients. We're also joined by Becky Scott, our brilliant information manager from the Learning Resource Centre. She will be reminding us why it's really important to enrol into the multi-factor authentication system, which has been introduced by the university to improve our cybersecurity and to protect all of our information. She will also remind us of the key services the LRC provides for students. And last but by no means least, we have just a minute with SAS, where Shipper will tell us about the June highlights and activities Going on in the next few weeks. Well enough from me for now. I hope you can enjoy some sun as we go into the summer but of course this is English weather we're talking about so no guarantees. Take good care of yourselves and I look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks Richard and over to you.
0: Dear listeners, as you may know, the School of Health and Social Work is a very big school where lots of things go on behind the scenes such as students and staff achievements. For this month's student success stories, we have our guests, Joy and Mario from the BSC Meetful program. Joy and Mario are going to share a message with us related to their recent achievements. I now hand you over to Cathy, who had the opportunity of meeting and interviewing Joy and Mario.
2: Hello everybody, my name's Cathy Hamilton and I'm the lead midwife for education at the University of Hertfordshire and I'm really pleased to be in the HSK student pod today and I've got two of our student midwives, Meryl and Joy. Hello Meryl and Joy. Hi. Hi Cathy, good to be in the HSK student pod with you. Yeah, good and how are you Joy? Hi, I'm good thank you, it's nice to be on the HSK student pod as well. Thank you. And we're really pleased today. We've got some quite exciting news to share with you, both of our two students. But first, I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves and a little bit about where they are in their programme and perhaps maybe a line each about why you wanted to become midwives before we sort of share your exciting news. So, Meryl, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about why you wanted to be a midwife?
3: Okay, hi, I'm Mary Ol. So Joy and I are both second year students. So we're about halfway through our training. I I've come to midwifery quite later in life, so I'm well into my forties. I've got a lot of colleagues on the program, student peers, who are also a little bit more mature. And I've been thinking about becoming a midwife for about 20 years, since my oldest child was born, who is going to be 20 this year. Yes. It just yeah. took a bit of time to get the logistics right.
2: Yeah, excellent. Thank you, Mary. I'm glad you joined us then. I'm glad you're here now. That's, that's great. Okay, Joy, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about why you wanted to do midwifery? Um, yeah, hi
4: everyone. My name is Joy Farimoyo and I'm a second year student midwife as well. I came into midwifery straight from school, so I've had passion of studying midwifery since at a young age and also looking at the healthcare system based on where I am from from Nigeria and comparing it to the UK system. So it's been a really great passion for me.
2: Yeah, ex- so we've got two students from extremes then. We've got one, Joyce, come straight from school, and Meryl is thinking about doing this for some years. So that shows us a lot of diversity in our midwifery student population, which is great for us. Okay, so I want to now start thinking about the successes that have led you to join us in the HSK Student Pod today. So I'm going to start with you, Joy. Now, you and I had a fantastic evening, didn't we, on Monday. Can you share with everyone, you know, what your success was and and what that occasion was?
4: It was a really great, lovely evening. And I was nominated for a civic Award for the Young person Award. Yeah, I won the award and I'm just so grateful to the lecturers, for, to you,
2: Cathy, as well, for nominating me for this great award. It's a pleasure. And I'm going to get you to tell us why we nominated you in a minute. We actually went to the borough of Hatfield and Welling, wasn't it? Yeah. To met The outgoing mayor for yeah. the Civic 2022 Young Persons Award. And You had a lovely trophy, didn't you? And and some prize money as well. So, many congratulations, Joy? I mean, it was a real real honor, I think, to receive that award. And we were very pleased to nominate you. Can you share with us a little bit about what you did uh, and why we nominated you? What was the
4: award for? The aim of the award really is to reward children and young people who make an outstanding contribution to the community. And to encourage all the young people and children in following the steps and creating a really good community, and empowering the community in building up a good society as well. Yeah, and
2: tell us a little bit about your role as a student ambassador, because you've been a real role model, haven't you, for some people that are thinking about becoming midwives?
4: Yes, I joined as a student ambassador my first year. And my role was basically acting as an advocate for my peers to speak up about any concern, placement issues in joining the course, as well as speaking about positively about the course honestly and op- openly, as well as acting as a BAME advocate for Black students or other diversity students and encouraging them into joining the course.
3: Yeah,
2: that's fantastic. And I know for a fact that we have had some young would-be student midwives who have been really inspired by you at these events and have actually gone ahead and applied and then later come onto the course. So I think your achievements have been amazing, Joyce. So Thank many you. Congratulations. So lots of people maybe listening into this, thinking about becoming students or maybe are already students in our first year. Have you got any advice based on your experiences of how they might make the most of their time here at the university?
4: Yeah, definitely. My one advice to everyone listening to this podcast is that don't look at your disappointment. Just look for a way to always improve it and make sure you talk to people because your disappointment can be a way of bringing you forward and a way of making you achieve more achievements in the future. And make sure you talk to people, make sure you ask questions, because asking questions is a way of getting more knowledge about a certain topic or a certain situation.
2: Yeah, That's excellent advice. Thank you very much, Joy. And and congratulations again on your award. Really, I was so honoured to see you receive that from the Mayor. So that, that was a great evening. And we've also got some exciting news to share from Mariel as well. So would you like to tell the listeners what your recent uh, prize was for? What, what did you do, Mariel? Okay.
3: So I entered and I won the Midwifery Photography Competition within the university for this year. And
2: just to share with our listeners that we wanted to celebrate the international Day of the midwife in some way, and that was on the 5th of May. Every year it's on the 5th of May. And our program leader had the idea of having a photography competition open to all students. Um, what was the title of the competition? Can you remind me, Meryl? Yes,
3: it was called My Midwifery Journey. Ah, oh, that's
2: right, that My Midwifery Journey. And we had quite a lot of entries, um, and I again was lucky enough to be on the judging panel, and we chose Meryl's. Photograph out of quite a number of other entries. Meryl, can you describe your photograph? I know it's a shame the listeners can't see it, but can you describe what it was?
3: Yeah, I'll have a go. So basically, it was a sunrise sky. So it was taken after a night shift when I was coming out in the morning. The sky was um reds and oranges and yellows, and the sun was just coming up over the car park of the maternity unit. So it was a beautiful sky. And a very ordinary looking car park.
2: <laughs> Can I just share with you why I, I love that picture so much? I think for me, it represented like the beginnings of a new life, obviously, because I think you'd had a busy shift, hadn't you? and uh, had, yeah. you, had you been caring for some women as they gave birth to their babies?: I so, had, I had yeah. yeah, so it was a lovely sunrise. It was celebrating a new life, but also celebrating a new career, actually. And you know, you're at the start of your midwifery journey. And so that that was why it really appealed to me. How did you come about to take it, Meryl? Was it just luck?
3: It was really just luck. I was exiting the building and it looked so beautiful that I just had to stop and get my phone out because that was all I had. It was just on a phone. But the sky was so beautiful that it turned out to be a lovely photo anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, well done. It was, it was beautifully
2: presented. And the other reason we liked it on the panel was that it, it kind of represents that midwifery isn't just about theoretical learning and passing assignments. It is about being in placement and caring for women as well. So it's a 50% practice and 50% theory course. And, uh, you know, we thought that that picture captured that. So very well done, uh, Meryl. That, That was great. Have you got any advice for people that might be thinking about coming into midwifery or who are in their first year now about being a student here?
3: Yeah, a couple of things. I think I would say take every opportunity you can to try things, do things, especially in practice. Even if you feel a bit scared about it, because actually our supervisors and supporters are brilliant at taking us through things. And you just learn by doing. And that's how the theory comes to life. And I guess the other thing I'd say is that you learn from everybody, even perhaps a difficult shift, or even perhaps people who you don't get on with, or perhaps you work with someone and you think, actually, this is not my style of midwifery. I don't resonate with this, but that's a really great learning thing in itself yeah so it's like every
2: opportunity to learn and to really engage with the program and actually you know just drawing this to a close I think both of you had demonstrated that that when you do go the extra mile and put a bit more extra effort into you know engaging with all the things that are going on at the university and in placement then that's how you get the most out of your program I think that comes across Okay, well, thank you both very much, Mariel and Joy. Do you have one final message that you'd like to say to our listeners as we end this segment of the podcast? Joy, anything else you want to say, a final thought?
4: I think my final message would just be take every opportunity as a learning space for developing your knowledge.
3: Excellent, that's great. How about you, Muriel? I guess looking forward to hearing about other people's amazing achievements yes. or student pods in maybe next year or in the future. Yeah,
2: it's a great idea, isn't it, to share these sort of successes and, and experiences that people are having. Okay, thank you very much, both of you. Thank you. Bye now. Thank Bye. you.
0: Dear listeners, especially our student listeners, if you are not aware, there are many different clubs that are run in the School of Health and Social Work. For this month's Student Success Stories, we have more guests for you. We have some guests from the HSK Online Academic Conversation Club. I now hand you over to Victoria, who had the opportunity of meeting and interviewing some members from the HSK Online Academic Conversation Club.
5: Hello the Online Academic Conversation Club. Welcome to the HSK
6: Student Pod. Thank you, Victoria. We have all been looking forward to this HSK Student Pod.
5: I would like to introduce Anita from, who has been the tutor for the Online Academic Conversation Club. And I understand from the other members that she has done a wonderful job. I would therefore ask her to give you a very brief introduction of the club.
7: Thank you, Victoria for your invitation to the HSK Student Pod. My name is Anita Fromm, and I'm one of the tutors on the Student Success and Academic Skills, or SAS, team. For the past couple of years, I've been involved in various projects in HSK. One of them is the Online Academic Conversation Club, and I have been facilitating in MSC Mental Health Nursing. The Conversation Club members have been attending the club voluntarily in their free time.
5: Thank you, Anita. I would now like to call on Bola Tito to introduce herself. Hi, HSK Student port listeners. My name is Bola Tito and I am a mental health student nurse. I've been a member of the Online Academic Conversation Club for two years and it's been an amazing journey. Thank you so much for that, Bonatito.
8: Over to you, Farida. Hi, my name is Farida. I'm also a mental health nursing student, and I am happy to be a member of the club with my friends. Lovely. And over to you, Lawrence. Hi,
6: guys. My name is Lawrence. I've been a member of the club for only one semester, but I've had a remarkable learning experience from being a member of this
9: amazing club. Thank you so much. And lastly, Prince Will. Hi, listeners. My name is Prince Will, but I love to be called Prince. It's a pleasure to be here on this podcast as a club member. Stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you,
5: Prince Will. My name is Victoria O'Day, and I've been a member of the club since my first year. It has been a wonderful experience for me. I'm going to ask the other members here today some questions. Bolotito, can you please tell us why students should join the Online Academic Conversation Club? Thank you, Victoria. For any students who would like to develop their communication skills and would like to socialize with others, I think the Online Academic Conversation Club is a good place to be.
8: Indeed, it's a good place to be. And Farida? Thank you, Victoria. I would like to say that the club is helpful for everyone in HSK who would like to develop their communication skills, especially in the area of empathetic listening. The club has personally helped me to develop my skills in this area. Thank you.
5: That's really good
8: to know. And Lawrence?
6: Victoria, my training as a mental health nurse is essentially to develop appropriate skills, knowledge, and attitude to become an NMC registrant. This club in his breakout groups and practice sessions, has afforded me the opportunity to practice the desired skills and to get good feedback from my members. I found this invaluable.
5: Invaluable indeed.
9: Prince Will, let's hear from you. Thank you, Victoria. Yeah, membership of the club will afford students the opportunity to develop the relevant skills which will build their confidence in their daily communication and interactions, academic writing, and relationship development. Thank you. Joining the club will help students build long-lasting friendship and
5: connections. You can meet students from different backgrounds and gain transferable skills, such as communication skills. Now, over to the next question. Bolatito, can you tell us about the skills you've developed from being part of this club and how it has helped you? Yeah, thank you again, Victoria. As a mental health nurse, developing therapeutic relationships with service users is of utmost importance to me. Active and empathic listening is a skill relevant to this relationship development. And I have developed this over time from the club. Thank you.
8: Thank you, Bolatito. And Farida? Thanks again, Victoria. As I've said earlier, the club has helped me gain skills. One of them is the skill of oral paraphrasing, which has helped me improve on my therapeutic communication relationship with service users and my friends in general. Oral paraphrasing has helped me to avoid making mistakes by ensuring that I get the appropriate information that is being communicated. Thank you.
5: Very, very important. Communication is very important. And Lawrence, can we hear from you, please?
6: Thank you, Victoria. The club has complemented my theoretical learning on communication. I am now able to communicate more effectively with my service users to develop their trust and engage them for appropriate nursing
9: intervention. Thank you to the club. Thank you to Lawrence and Prince Will. Thanks, Victoria. Yeah, membership of the club has helped me to develop solid academic writing skills, especially in the areas of analysing and synthesising of information from various journal articles, thus improving my scores in subsequent assignments. That is after the club. Thank you.
5: This can be said any better. From active listening skills, to oral paraphrasing, to academic writing skills, the online academic club helps HSK students indeed. <music> Lastly, I would like to ask, what did you enjoy most about being in this club in One Final word, Bolatito. Well, I think I enjoyed meeting people outside of classroom engagement. So this has helped me to socialize exceedingly well. Thank you. Thank you. And Lawrence?
6: I have thoroughly enjoyed the structured and methodical compositions of the sessions by the leader. And these has actually made it more interesting.
5: Thank you. And Farida, can we hear from you, please? One final
8: word. One final word. (laughs) I have so much to say. Well, building my confidence in communicating with service users has been one of the best values I've gained from joining the academic club.
9: Thank you. Thank you so much, Farida. And then Prince Will. Thank you. Yeah, the opportunity to practice and get immediate feedback. And then the way I need to handle this section, are one of the factors that I enjoyed most about the club. And of course, I encourage everyone to join as soon as they see the next invitation for the academic Club. Thank you.
5: Thank you so much. It has been incredibly fun meeting people from different backgrounds. Do well to join the Online Conversation Club because this will count towards your Go Heart Award. May I now invite Anita to give the final message
7: Thank you so much, Victoria, and all of you. So, thank you to the members that are here today of several members of the Online Academic Conversation Club. So, thank you, Boletito, Farida, Lawrence, and Prince Will, and obviously, Victoria, too. Thank you all. It's great that you have benefited so much and made friends. The Online Academic Conversation Club is also the focus of my research for my doctorate in education. So, thank you. You have been amazing and you have contributed to not only to my research, but now to the HSK Student Board. Thanks everyone.
0: Dear HSK Student Pod listeners, especially our student listeners, you have all recently received messages informing you to enroll yourself on a multi-factor authentication system. I am sure most of you have already done so. But we are also aware there are still many students who have not yet enrolled on the system. I'm sure many of you have asked yourselves what this system is all about and why you are being told to enroll as a matter of urgency. For this month’s Professional Spotlight, we have our guest Becky, the Library and Computing Services Information Manager for the School of Health and Social Work. Becky is going to share a brief message with us letting us know more about the multi-factor authentication system which students are being taught to enroll to. She's also going to briefly tell us about some of the key services the LRC offers to students. I now hand you over to Laura who had the opportunity of meeting and interviewing Becky. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the HSK Student Podcast. I hope you're feeling more relaxed now many of the assignments
10: are over. Now, today we've got Becky Scott from the Library and Computing Services Information Manager for the School of Health and Social Work joining us.
11: So, Becky,
10: welcome to the HSK Student Podcast, and thank you for joining us today.
11: Hi, Laura. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for inviting me to the HSK Student Podcast. Becky, could you
10: tell our listeners a bit more about yourself, please?
11: So my role is the information manager for the School of Health and Social Work. And essentially, that means I'm a subject librarian. My role is to support you in your access to evidence to help you write excellent assignments.
10: So practically, what does that mean for our students? Obviously, they can't come to you and say, please find me all of my resources. But what can they do?
11: So what they might expect is that I will be part of their teaching team, for any particular module, for example, a module on evidence-based practice or nursing research, for example, and I might teach a session on that module guiding them through how to conduct an excellent structured literature search. You might also see me teaching things like how to search PubMed, sort of generic skills things, and you can also access support from the library services team, for example, the assistant information managers might teach generic sessions on the library skill up module through the study success hub so you could for example book a session on referencing or searching the online library.
10: Excellent thank you so lots of really useful things that our students can engage with to help their academic skills. So Becky you're here today to talk specifically about the multi-factor authentication system Lots of our students have had emails asking them to join this multi-factor authentication system and might be wondering what it is. Please, can you just let us know a bit about why it's being introduced to our students in HSK?
11: Absolutely. So, multi-factor authentication, shortened to MFA because multi-factor authentication is a bit of a mouthful. (laughs) So, we always describe it as MFA. It's a layer of security protection for your online accounts. So, you can liken it to When you're doing your online banking, your banking provider will ask you to verify your identity. A multi-factor authentication is a different tool that does the same thing for you accessing your university accounts. MFA is being rolled out across the country in lots of different universities to increase online security for you as an individual. So for example, someone might get hold of your password, but hopefully they won't get hold of your mobile phone. So when you verify your identity, we know it's you. So it protects you as an individual, but it also protects the university. As you will be aware, we had a cyber attack earlier this year and the disruption caused a lot of problems for you as students and also for the university. So we need to make sure that we take these steps to protect you and us for the future.
10: Excellent. Thank you. And as staff, we've had a similar system for a little while now, haven't we, to provide that extra layer of security?
11: Yeah, absolutely. So we use a slightly different system, but we also do have to click. Yes, it's me when we log into system now.
10: Thank you. Becky, a lot of our students are very busy. They're on placements. They have classes through semester C, so some of them might not have had a chance to read the announcements that have been sent out. What happens if a student doesn't set up their MFA?
11: So, the deadline for students in HSK to enrol with MFA has already passed. So, what will happen is if you haven't set it up yet, the next time you try to log on, you won't be able to access any UH system. So, at that point, you will need to enrol in MFA. Now, it's really simple to do. And the instructions are available on Ask Hearts. So just search on your phone, Ask Hearts, type in MFA. The chances are it will be listed on the homepage anyway, is the most popular page at the moment. And all of the step-by-step instructions are there. Fantastic. So will that include things like accessing
10: results and being able to submit assignments if they've not set up their MFA?
11: Absolutely. So it's really, really important that we don't delay any longer and get straight on with registering for MFA so that at the point when we really, really, really want to access a UH system, it's already there and we're good to go. I should mention that when you first enroll for MFA, it can take about 20 minutes to synchronize with all the systems. So please do not panic if it doesn't work straight away because you need to give that 20 minutes for all the systems to synchronize. If you're still experiencing problems after 20, 30 minutes, then, by all means, contact the help desk. Again, all the information on how to contact help desk is on AskART.
10: Fantastic! Thank you, Becky, for sharing the important information. And hopefully, students will sign up immediately, and we'll have a hundred percent MFA sign up. <music> Becky, could you also let us know a little bit more about? some of the key services the LRC has to offer. I know it's summer coming up and so some of the services will be scaled back, but what online services might students be able to access over the next few months?
11: Really great question, Laura. So obviously we have the library skill up module. So over the summer months, you may wish to develop some of your academic writing skills, your referencing skills, your literature searching skills. So all of this, you can take part in some self-directed learning and work through library skill up. Also, through the Skill Up module, there are calendar appointments that you can use to book if you would like half an hour with a librarian to talk about an aspect of your searching, for example, or access to a resource that you might be struggling to get hold of. So those half an hour appointments will still be available throughout the summer. We usually run some sessions on searching online library and so on. They uh, will be scaled back through the summer. But what you can do is watch a recording of each of those sessions that we we run throughout semester A and B. And they'll be there for you again on the library skill up module within the section that's known as the study success hub. Obviously, the LRC will still be open 24 hours a day throughout the summer period. So, you're welcome to use the LRC, the computers, the resources that are there as well. Excellent. Thank you. And the
10: skill up is available for anyone, isn't it? So, if you're getting in your 60s, marks in the 60s, and you think, actually, how can I push it up to the 70s or 80s, then those sorts of sessions could be really helpful in gaining those extra academic skills, can't
11: they? Absolutely. So the Skill Up module is designed to support students with many different academic skills. And it's a really good way if you are wanting to sort of step up to the next level in readiness for semester A 2022. Then you might want to, for example, work through the active reading strategies. So often we get set reading by our module leader for the next week. We might read an article or a book chapter and not really know what to do with it. So if you work through the reading section, you'll find lots of interesting strategies that you can use to really take that knowledge that's in that article or chapter and turn it into deep learning so that when you go to your next lecture, you feel really prepared and engaged and ready to discuss your views about any given topic. Thank you,
10: Becky. That's really helpful. And hopefully lots of students will make use of that service over the summer months. And it'd be great to to have you back later in the year to share a bit more with the new students about what other services we have in the LRC.
11: That would be brilliant. I'll be happy to take up that invitation, Laura. Fantastic. Thank
10: you. Well, good to have you on the HSK Student Podcast, Becky, and we'll hope to have you again in the future.
11: Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Laura. It was great to be here at the HSK Student Podcast today. Bye, everyone. Bye.
12: Welcome to Just a Minute with SAS, where you receive updates on services being offered to HSK students by the Student Success and Academic Support Team, also known as SAS. This is Sheepa Begum, one of the tutors from the HSK SAS team, and here is a glimpse of what we have for you in June. The SAS team have now published the Academic Skills Workshop timetable for June. We have workshops for existing Level 5, 6, and postgraduate students. The workshops range from assessment preparation, showing criticality in your writing, and essay writing. We also have generic workshops suitable for all HSK students, regardless of your academic level. These sessions are time management, preparing for presentation, and understanding your feedback. So, if you have assessment deadlines in June, then you may want to consider booking your space onto workshops to help you to get started with your written assessments. Places for each workshops are limited and booking is essential. To register onto a workshop, please visit the Academic Skills Advice site. Remember to make use of the SAS team. We are here to help you with your academic skills and assist you in getting the most out of your study. So do check out the HSK Academic Skills Advice site. If you would like to contact us, please send us an email to hearts.ac. Thank you for listening.
0: I wish to thank our guests. Starting off with our lovely midwifery student guests, Joy and Mario. Thank you both for sharing the message related to your recent achievements. Joy, congratulations to receiving the Civic 22 Young Person Award. Your message of empowerment to other students definitely shows why you deserve this award. Indeed, you are an ambassador for the school. Mario, congratulations for winning the 2022 Midwifery Photography Competition. Thank you for sharing the beautiful and empowering message today. I have had a chance to see your beautiful My Midwifery Journey photograph. Adding on to what cafe mentioned, and the captions that have been added to the photograph, your work really shows a beautiful and storytelling photograph. Well done, Mario. To all our listeners, look out for the episode 25 announcement message. It will contain Mario's beautiful photograph. You definitely need to see this photograph yourself. You'd love it. Joy and Mario, I am sure our student listeners have gained a lot from your messages especially our first and second year students. We would love to hear about other students' achievements. This is to all our HSK staff members. Please do get in touch if some of your students have had a special achievement. Anita, Bolatito, Farid, Lawrence, Prince, and Victoria, thank you for letting us know about the Online Academic Conversation Club. Anita, Thank you for organizing this club for the students. I'm sure they've really appreciated your help. Dear listeners, as Prince said, look out for the messages for the next dates of the Online Academic Conversation Club. I also need to thank Becky for coming to speak to our listeners. I am sure our student listeners have benefited a lot from your message and now know what the multi-factor authentication system is all about and why it's being introduced in the university. If you are a student who has not yet enrolled on the multi-factor authentication system, please do so as a matter of urgence. If you think a friend of yours who is on placement is not aware about this system, kindly let them know, because it's very important they enroll as soon as possible. Becky, also thank you for letting us know about some of the key services offered by the LRC Definitely. As Laura mentioned, we need you back at the start of the new academic year to let our student listeners know more about the various services offered by your team. (music) Not to forget, I also wish to thank our special interviewers, Cathy, who had the opportunity to meet and interview our winning midwifery students. Thanks to Laura, who had the opportunity to meet and interview Becky. Also thanks to Victoria, who was both an interviewer and a student guest. Dear our interviewers, thank you all for giving us the beautiful and informative interviews. We always appreciate the time taken by our HSK student pod interviewers. I also wish to thank Karen, our associate dean, for learning and teaching and student experience. Thank you, Karen, for sharing with us the important news plus keeping us up to date on what's going on in the school. Thank you, Karen. Thanks to all our guests. It's always a pleasure to have you on the HSK Student Pod. I also need to thank all other anonymous staff members who have made this episode to be a success. Thank you all for your support and creative ideas. to all our students' listeners. I am aware this is still a very busy time with exams and assignments. I wish you good luck in your current assignments, any exams you are soon to sit, or OSCE assessments and any projects for some of our final year students. Also good luck in your current placements or new placements that some of you are yet to start. All are just starting for our academic staff Good luck with the marking and thank you for all you are doing for the HSK students. We know this is a very busy time for you too. Dear HSK Student Pod listeners, look after yourselves and your loved ones. Be safe and hope everything you do in June goes well for you. Thank you for joining us and for being part of this episode. Bye bye from Richard, your host, and join us in our next HSK Student Pod which will have something fresh and new to listen to.